new concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Small win, small win, small win. Keep your momentum going. The Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. At each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to the Success 101 Podcast, live episode number 45. As always, I'm your host, Jared Warren, along with Emilio Palafox. And I am so excited about today's show, Emilio, as we get into a what I would just say is a casual conversation about herbs, possibly some spices, depending on how the conversation goes toward peak performance inflammation, cellular development, all of those sort of things. I'm fired up about this because I think it's actionable steps for our listeners that they can take and use starting today. And there's just so much out there, as you know, Emilio, and as you guys listening in probably know that people use and, you know, you've got to find what works for you. Some things that work for you may not work for us and vice versa. But there are some categories of herbs, I would say, that are just geared toward how the human body performs and what we're looking for in performance that tend to kind of work well for everybody, you know, on some level, maybe, again, some more than others. Really excited to dive into that. And Emilio, I know that you have found a lot of favor with Foti, also known as Hoshu Wu. Let's not waste any time, man. Let's kick this thing off and just start grabbing the benefits here that can help a ton of people. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm feeling charged today. And uh, as always, excited to be on the podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Husho Wu. Actually, I used to call it Hisho Wu until somebody corrected me. It was like, it's a huh kind of in there. So Husho Wu. But, you know, as we, as in the past episodes, you know, we were talking about cells in so many different ways and how to charge those cells and the mitochondria within those cells, the organelles within the cells. Um, the nucleus and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, when you start to really charge the cells and really help even just one cell, which helps another and another and another and another, you become, you start to perform better. And so when I think about, well, what does that really do for a person? Well, of course there's high performance, but there's also, uh, you know, big time and in, in decrease in inflammation when that happens, there's this longevity uh, increase. And so when I think about, okay, well, what can kind of translate into other podcasts? I, one of the main herbs that I know of and that I've been experiencing with for about three years now is the Husho Wu. And I found this at a Bulletproof Biohacking Conference three years ago. I think it was with uh, Jing, Jing Herbs. Yeah, Jing Herbs are great. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I tried it amongst a whole bunch of other things. And, you know, one of the things you just mentioned in the right when we started is, of course, certain things work for certain individuals and, and some don't. And so you definitely got to experiment. I think a lot of things that we talk about in these podcasts is, you know, let's experiment. You know, we have a body. Let's see what works for us. Let's see what doesn't. Let's see what things we can compound and add and that are very synergistic to our lifestyle and our genes and epigenetics um, to just take us to that higher level. And so, that's why I wanted to talk today about how Shawu and just maybe the, about, you know, the various things that it does in our body and our lives and, and how it can just help us, you know, take it to another, another level. Yeah. And like I said, there's a lot of stuff out there that, you know, I get comments all the time. I'm sure you do as well, where people say, wow, you know, do you, do you really blend all of this stuff into your day to day? Do you take some of it every now and then? I would say for me, whenever it comes to herbs and the ones that I stick with that I really like and that I've seen move the needle, that's pretty much going to be a daily thing, you know, unless something else comes up in a different form or a different blend or something new that I want to try. But it's still going to stick around that same idea. 
And I think one of the things that we need to give the listeners as well before we forget is just the actual version of these types of things that we're taking that could be helpful for their day-to-day performance. So talk to us since we're on this topic of FOT or Hoshu Wu. Yeah. Talk to me about, you mentioned Jing Herbs, right? So you're, you're taking the, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure the extract powder. Mm-hmm. So talk to me a little bit about how you're doing that, how you're blending it up, what the real benefits are you found from it and why you continue to go back to it. I use it in different ways. Again, I've been trying it for the past three years. Uh, the Hishu extract, I, I, I've been mixing with dragon herbs or Jing herbs. Both are great brands and I'm not tied to any of them. It's just something that I've tried out and love. Um, from what I remember correctly, I, I started off with about 50 milligrams of the extract powder. And then I believe Jing herbs has one that's uh, 250 grams. Um, so I started with 50 and then there's one that's 250 grams. And just like anything else, I'll kind of increase it, see what happens, decrease it, see what happens, things of that nature. But I'll put it in my Bulletproof coffee. You know, I'm a Bulletproof coach and I love my Bulletproof coffee, but I'll also mix it with some tea sometimes. I'll mix it with some, um, um, you know, smoothies. What, what's good about this is that it's a, um, it has like a mild earthy flavor. So that's why you can put it into really any of your favorite drinks. You know, sometimes I'll just put it in water. You can sprinkle it on wherever you like. Um, but what's good about th- one of the main reasons why I like this before I kind of go on and, and talk about, you know, all the benefits of this is that when I think about energy and generating energy, I don't want it to be like an energy like, oh, my God, I feel like I need to run around the world right now around the block. And I'm like jittery and things of that nature. I like for me anyway, I like things that are kind of um, help calm the nervous system and really kind of an energizing yet calming effect, kind of like a good balance. And so that's actually one of the reasons why I like the Hoshowu is because it's not a stimulant. It's kind of a mild sedative and, and it will help calm the nervous system. And it is energizing yet calming. So it's like that yin and yang that I love about it. Those are some of my go-tos when I think about things that are going to keep me kind of in flow during the day. It's not so much of this jittery, like, oh my God, I got to, you know, just, whoa, I need to run around the block. More of like, man, I'm energized, but I'm clear and I'm focused and I'm calm. That's why, that's, that's how it's affected me. Um, and it wasn't right away. It took about maybe about a month and a half. And sometimes certain herbs and things of that nature will take anywhere from one, two, three months to really soak into the, to the body from certain doctors that I've listened to. Same thing with vitamins, minerals, herbs, things of that nature. And so I remember it kind of kicking into gear after a month's worth of use um, back, you know, a few years ago. And I try my best to kind of single things out. It's hard because I love testing so many things just to kind of get, okay, this is the one that's really doing it. And I have kind of singled this out for the most part. I wouldn't say 100%, but uh, for the most part, I have done some, you know, testing. Okay, let's just do this and this alone. And But real quick, guys, I mean, we haven't even talked about really what it is. So, you know, Hosho Wu, it's... And if I could step in here, Emilio, for yeah. one second, in case you guys are, you know, most of you are probably driving around, working out, whatever, as you're listening to this based on how podcast statistics go. But if you are at a place where you're trying to look this up, Again, we've mentioned Jing Herbs, Dragon Herbs. Those are going to be two very reputable sources out there. But if you're looking at this Hoshu Wu, you're also going to find it under the name Fo-T. That's, it's F-O-T-I, Fo-T. That's going to be its more common name. You might also see it out there as Polygonum, Multiflorum. Those are going to be some other names out there that you see it by. But it's all, it's all the same thing. It just depends on how you're using it. And I would say, just for me personally, using the extract in its purest form, you're going to pay a little bit more for it. But anything that is good is going to be worth, you know, it's going to be worth the cost out there. But just doing it in a single, like a, especially like a hard pill based form, 
probably not going to be the direction that I, well, I'll just go out and say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to recommend that. It's going to be the powder, just as Emilio said. And I know through Gene Herbs, they do sell the 50 gram packet. If you guys haven't tried this, and you want to start out, that's going to be super, like I said, reputable. I know the people there, they do great, great work. Always at the Bulletproof Conference each year, they put out fantastic products and uh, the extract through them is going to be where I would personally recommend. And I know Emilio, I can speak for you as well, but those are going to be, it's going to be found underneath those names as well. Uh, in case you guys are looking it up. Yeah. And so, so this it's, you know, it's basically a, a, pre- a prepared tuberous root, basically a plant that grows in the mountains of central and Southern, uh, Southern China. It, you know, it's, I think goes along with the tonic uh, herbalism with the goji berry kind of around that tonic. I think, I don't know if they're grown in the same area, but they, they go kind of hand in hand. But again, guys, the biggest thing that is, is about this tonic is longevity tonic. Um, we've talked about a lot of cells in the past. So what I love about this is that it can help regenerate tissues and actually promote new stem cell growth. It's It's been helping, um, you know, gray hair, like people who have gray hair kind of grows in a more youthful color. And it just kind of, and, and that is strongly kind of an indication of, of the improved uh, functions going on deeper in the body when that's able to happen, you know, externally. A lot of the research and science that modern science has been capturing is that, yes, it is great for a longevity tonic. The biggest help is with inflammation. When you look at modern science, looking at our aging and our telomeres, the more inflammation we have in our bodies, the the shorter lives we live. That's one of the biggest things that I would say it helps out with amongst the various things I'm sure we're going to go into right now. But the biggest thing is with inflammation. And so I'm just always a fan. Anytime I hear that, I want to add it to my arsenal, as I'm sure you are. A ton of scientific studies confirm that this Hoshu Wu has been shown to stimulate a superoxide dismutase. So what that is, that's the most potent antioxidant and free radical scavenger that you guys can find out there in the human body. So we've talked about before, really getting down to the cellular level. I know that's what excites both of us. Free radicals, bad idea, bad things out there can happen. And we can go into 10 podcast episodes on that. This is is going to help you guys really stimulate that superoxide dismutase, which is going to be the most potent antioxidant and scavenger for those free radicals that can be found in the human body. Okay, so number one, I guess you could point to this as saying longevity, youthfulness, really helping you clear up those free radicals. The other thing that you can read on Gene Herb's website and a couple other places is it talks about how it produces a really an effect that helps your blood. It's going to strengthen the membranes of your red blood cells and promote their growth. So there's going to be a strong correlation between proper circulation and healthy energy levels, which is just going to help you feel better, help get a lot of the good circulation going in your body. That's what a lot of people comment on this type of product and using it for, for us, especially as men, women can use this as well, but for men and women, helping with fertility, helping with semen production, helping with all kinds of stuff that's going to help you guys. If that's kind of an area you're trying, I would say try this out. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, that superoxide dismutase, the SOD is huge. And like you said, strengthening the membranes of the red blood cells, huge too. Now, uh, it also stimulates the growth of erythrocytes, which are really important for your, you know, your immune system basically. And I know that's actually what gives the red color in the red blood and really kind of transports the oxygen and carbon dioxide to and from the tissue. So yeah, so definitely a lot of benefits. I know um, in addition to everything that you said, there is a lot of things that it does uh, in terms of Chinese medicine for the kidneys, the liver, you said the blood, strengthening the spine, knees, ankles, and again, rejuvenating the reproductive organs. On a high performance level, I know it strengthens muscles, tendons, and nerves. If you're starting to you know, increase your inflammation and you're having problems with, you know, let's say insomnia, cholesterol levels, constipation, it also helps with that. Just a lot of great things. But again, one of the most beneficial or things that I love about it, like we were talking about, is that inflammation and longevity, just really expanding our uh, telomeres, being able to live longer, things of like that. 
Yeah. And I think we could, you you know, you're talking about, we're talking about a lot of different things here that this can, you know, help facilitate, but really a lot of what you and I captured there and that information we just told is really kind of under the umbrella of protection from disease. So again, Mm -hmm. if you look at the studies of this, there are various medical treatments used with it where they're treating things like, I mean, there's a ton of stuff, right? But things uh, in the research is liver injury, cancer, diabetes, you know, all those sort of things. And then neurodegenerative diseases as well with the brain. But a lot of that is under that anti-inflammatory property. Right. And, you know, you mentioned the SOD, the superoxide dismutase. Uh, I'd said that that's a free radical scavenger. That's going to kill the harmful oxygen molecules in the cells, which may cause damage over time to your tissue. That's why a lot of people say this is kind of a not necessarily anti-aging as much as it is for longevity, but you could. You could take it there and say, you know, anytime you're doing anything that keeps your tissue from breaking down internally, even at a cellular level, you know, anytime you're increasing those antioxidant levels and protecting yourself from disease, that to me is an anti-aging tool that we can use every day. Yeah, you know that, you know what I didn't know is that SOD, the superoxide dismutase, that is kind of along the same lines with like glutathione. We've talked about glutathione and right, right. there's catalase and things like that. Uh, in terms of antioxidants. And so, you know, I know that glutathione, we talk about that a lot in Bulletproof in terms of being the most powerful antioxidant. Um, But, you know, superoxide dismutase as well, along with catalase, all just free radical scavengers. And I don't know if we've talked about this. Are you familiar with Qigong or have you ever practiced Qigong at all? Probably a year and a half ago, whenever I was really kind of on my journey back, for lack of better words, where I was really breaking out of my brain fog and mm-hmm. being burnt out and all that and really what led to the podcast and everything that I've been through on this this journey that I've been on. I really, for a short time, I got turned on to it and I probably just didn't study enough about it. But based on what sources I saw, it seemed like a pretty fascinating routine to, to build in. I just, for whatever reason, I just, I didn't stick with it. I just, I remember thinking like, wow, this is really interesting. I haven't heard this before. And the stuff I read on it just seemed awesome. Yeah. And the only reason I bring that up is, um, you know, I've been, I've been hearing about it, you know, for the past 10 years, like from, you know, you know, books, conferences, people recently, I had a Thaddeus, Thaddeus from um, Primal Hacker when we were at the uh, biohacking sanctuary retreat, he led some Qigong um, type practices, you know, some energy work uh, for high performance. And uh, I want to get more into it. I've done very, you know, just kind of the beginner level things. It's very fascinating to me, just the the, gen- the energy that I can feel within my body or around me as I like hold the ball in midair that's not there, right? Feeling it. Well, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because one of the other things that I've, that I know about Hoshowu is its, its ability to accumulate tremendous quantities of chi into its root. And so that's why actually this herb can, can tonify the human and actual animal organs and can tonify and nourish the blood. Yeah, I think the biggest thing for Qigong, that, and, and now we're bringing it up, I mean, I just haven't thought about it in so long. Now that we're bringing it back up, it makes me want to go and look at it again. But I think the thing that turned me on to it the most was if you're doing, you know, a lot of yoga is great, right? Especially athletic yoga and things like that, that really helps strengthen and build instead of just stretch. A lot of people get a little bit bored, I guess, with yoga. They're just kind of holding that pose for so long and the benefits are great, but it's like, <laughs> I need some more movement, yeah. right? And so what Qigong was really described to me was it's this, you know, it's this exercise that composes of movements that are repeated and it's stretching the body, it's increasing fluid movement, like your blood and your lymph. And it's a lot of, uh, not tapping, it's not tapping, but it's a lot of hitting, right? It's a lot of like, like kind of hitting, hitting your back, hitting your kidneys, hitting your liver, hitting your legs, 
really just getting a lot of that fluid moving, getting a lot of circulation going and building that in with the strength and the stretching and all of that. So I think it's going to gain, it's it's super popular in in some pockets out there, but I think as more and more people tap into the ideas of stretching and yoga and things like that, Qigong is going to be one of those things that's, uh, it's a little bit more movement and can kind of keep you focused a little bit more on it. Yeah. I mean, when I just think about energy, I just think about all around. I mean, you know, when you look at the science too, I mean, we're us and everything in nature is, is, energy, vibration, frequencies, everything has a vibration, everything has a frequency. They can measure this nowadays. And, and, and Qigong helps to maximize that, increase that. And so, you know, the higher you are elevating at frequency wise, vibration wise, energy wise, you're going to be attracting a whole lot more. And so when I think about eating certain things or doing certain things that are increasing that energy, that chi, that frequency, that vibration, you know, it's just that whole journey that we're both on that you know, more things are going to be starting to come into your life. I've just been seeing that more and more, and I know that you have as well. And so that's just really cool to me. I, I really like the fact that a lot of people and organizations are flocking to this um, balance or cross between ancient wisdom mixed with, you know, the modern science or the biohacking. And, you know, I think that's where, where, where Primal Hacker comes into play, right? That's their... Yeah, that's kind of their tagline. Yeah, it's their primal wisdom, the ancient wisdom, along with biohacking. I'll actually, I'll be speaking shortly with uh, James Broderick, who has um, Ancestral Health Radio. And I know his is very much similar to that as well in terms of ancient wisdom and some of the modern stuff that's going on, kind of having that blend. And so when I think about this ancient wisdom of Hosho Wu and everything that we've been talking about on this podcast, I know we've talked about PEMF. I know I'm a big you know, comp- uh, believer of that and, and practitioner of that. I'm not sure if we talked about this in the past, but when you're exercising the cells, that cell membrane becomes a whole lot more porous. So everything that you're ingesting, whether that be diet or nutri- the nutrition in your diet or in supplements, that's going to be absorbed into the cells a whole lot better. And a lot of people these days are not absorbing things, you know, the right way. So, you know, even on that standpoint, I mean, I've just been recently talking to them and that's why I'm thinking about this right now is that when you're doing that, there's that, there's that biohacking, there's that modern technology that's enabling the cells to become more porous. Then you're having this ancient wisdom of this Chinese herb that is so good for you, but now can be absorbed a whole lot more efficient and effective into the body, into the cells. The next thing you know, you're combining those two. Now you're operating, you know, on a higher level. Yeah, absolutely. And I just wanted to, I kind of had my my finger on this until the right time here. And I knew I'd forget it if I didn't come back to it. So I've just been kind of holding this thought. But I think for me, and just like I said, the journey that I've been on, if we get back to the Hosho Wu and really what I started taking it for, not only the circulation and the blood cell development and, you know, those sort of things, inflammation, all of that, which is great. I needed that as well. But really, it's one of the leading things out there if you look at the research done on it for lowered stress levels. So if you refer back, you and I have talked about my episode with Dan Moriarty, which I think is episode 124 or 129. If you guys want to go back and listen to that, where we talked about his company, Sunhorse Energy, that I was just blown away by his uh, research for 40 plus years on adaptogenic herbs. And I mean, that's what this is. This is an adaptogen. The the Foti Hoshu Wu, it's an adaptogen that works with your body and it's going to create that balance, the harmony. You mentioned it earlier. You said it was kind of a, would you say it was kind of a yin herb? And I used to hear that like, yin herb like what is that you know get you know cut the crap what is that and it's like no no that's a real thing like i just had to i had to like dig into it a little bit more but it's a yin herb mm-hmm. which means you know for lack of better words it's going to be people are going to feel calmer they're going to feel more balanced they're going to feel both in, internally and externally mind and body with you know with this herb so 
it's going to do all of the stuff that we're talking about. And the reason that I was excited to bring it out today in our conversation was I just think people aren't not only this, but a ton of stuff out there. People just aren't tapping into whether they think it's, oh, that's a fad or, oh, that's, you know, that's just common stuff in my kitchen, you know, my kitchen, my parents' kitchen recipe that I grew up on, cinnamon, those sort of things that we could go into, right? That just people are like, ah, cinnamon, yeah, whatever. They don't realize what the benefits, amazing benefits of this stuff is. And so this is one certainly that, uh, that I was excited to bring out to the listeners for actionable results to get people toward higher levels of peak performance. And I hope you guys go out there and tap into it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I, you know, I just, I'm recently in the move to Austin, Texas from Houston, Texas, and I'll be actually getting my place January 1st. I'm kind of in transition right now with my sister and whatnot. But the reason I bring this up is because, you know, as I'm moving, I think, okay, let me narrow down some of the things that I want in terms of technologies, not necessarily narrowed down because I love trying all things. I always will. But, you know, you want to know what works for you with who you are, your genes, your epigenetics, just how you live your lifestyle, what your routine is, what your day-to-day schedule looks like. And so as I move, I'm, Kim, I'm thinking about, okay, what are the main go-tos that I have, you know, biohacks, technology, supplements, things of that nature that I can, you know, open my cabinet and, and get right away. Because, you know, as I've been traveling, I've been utilizing, using a lot of my products and everything. And actually in the past couple of months, I haven't been using any products because I'm actually testing this um, tri-vibe. It's like this quantum physics uh, thing that actually is supposed to bring up all my micronutrient levels. And that's potentially for another podcast. The reason I say this is because most of my supplements are gone and now moving to Austin, Texas, January 1st, I'm thinking, okay, well, what are my main ones that I want to go ahead and buy again? And what am I going to just you know, put in the shelf there. And and this one is definitely one of my go-tos, which is why I wanted to talk about it. And people talk, you were talking about like spices and cinnamon and things of that nature. You know, what's in the food? I mean, zinc, you know, I don't know if we've talked about zinc in the past, but it's an essential trace mineral. It's required in all forms of life, numerous aspects of cellular metabolism. And a lot of people are deficient in zinc. And it, it, is, it plays so many important roles in the body in growth and development, immune response, neurological function and reproduction, like you talked about. It's not on everything else that we've been talking about with energy and all this other stuff, whether it be high performance or neuroprotective benefits, but it also contains, you know, really essential and vital trace minerals, which are important for balance and to keep that high performance. So, you know, guys, go ahead and do your due diligence and research, but this is one of the things that I love. This is one of my main ones. But as we kind of come to a close here, you know, one of the things that I think about, especially coming into the holidays is, you know, we're going to be cooking a lot more, at least I am and my family whether it's supplementation like this or just really anything that helps, like we were talking about earlier in the podcast, kind of making a full circle here in terms of not only longevity, but but that biggest thing that helping out with inflammation and what other things. Well, as we're cooking, guys, as we start to hack the holidays, maybe we'll come up with a podcast with that in the future for hacking the holidays. But spices, you know, I love using spices and I love diving into different cultures and seeing what spices they use, not only for taste, but of course, things that help the body and especially decrease inflammation. And I know we've had these topics before, Jared. Do you like, do you have any favorite spices or do you know some f- spices either for the holidays or things that uh, decrease inflammation? Yeah. And and I think this is a perfect time to mention it as we wrap up here, because we were just talking about, and I kind of let off with just the fact that there are everyday spices out there, just like there are everyday herbs that you can find that just a lot of people aren't talking about, right? But people hear that inflammation, even in the biohacking community, and they're like, oh yeah, inflammation. Okay. I'm supposed to reduce that. 
it's a big deal, guys. I mean, it's not it's not something to be taken lightly. I mean, fill in the blank, right? There's a ton of diseases linked with inflammation. Tons. We could go on and on. But cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, which is which is always a fascination for me because mm-hmm. there's no cure for that. It's like, how can we keep ourselves from being there? And then things like brain fog, cognitive function, eroding mm-hmm. your mind, those sort of things. I mean, inflammation is going to, heart disease, inflammation is going to have to do with all of that. But there are a couple of things that really will help in your pantry. Yep. It might even be in your pantry right now that you really don't have to accept inflammation and all that stuff I mentioned as a way of your modern life. I mean, herbs, spices, those sort of things that really quell that inflammation in your body. I mean, one of the bigger ones that you guys hear about probably all the time that are, that is talked about is going to be turmeric or curcumin. That's turmeric. super anti-inflammatory. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of that yellow pigment that you see. I saw an article just this week talking about, you know, mixing it in with your uh, your toothpaste to help prevent gum disease and those sort of things. I, I may post that out later. I, I need to read it, but I flagged it this week. Curcumin. Turmeric, super antioxidant, combats cancer, and you can find that or put that in curries, soups, whatever. I mean, it's it's awesome. Vegetable juice, I've tried it before in. The other one that I'll mention, and this is not a comprehensive list. This is just some of the simple things you guys may have at home already that you're not thinking about, but green tea. Green tea is a, is a big one. Some people out there want to get away from coffee or they want still the caffeine kick, but they you know, they want to try something new. There's huge, huge benefits in green tea. Protects against cardiovascular disease and cancer. Protects against inflammation, as I mentioned. Protects for some people out there who are already experiencing arthritis for some of our our older generations out there. That's going to reduce that. Again, the blood flow circulation, digestive tract. There's so many benefits to green tea, especially if you have Crohn's disease. Research is finding out now that green tea is one of the best things that you can do on a regular basis to really help conditions like Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, people that deal with just all the GI tract stuff out there. So if you drink three to four cups, just small cups of green tea each day, that's going to have tremendous benefits that you guys may not be thinking about. And you can get that in caffeinated or decaffeinated as well. You ever do the uh, the green tea elixir that Tim Ferriss does? I don't. I've heard about it, but I I, did, I haven't studied it. Oh, enough I to do know. it all the time. Just real quick. Tell us what that is. Yeah, it's a green it's green tea mixed with Purer tea, which is like the only fermented tea. It's like one of the best teas out there. Purer, P-U-R-E-H, I believe, Purer. So green tea, Purer tea, ginger, turmeric. I put some brain octane oil and or some butter and I mix it all together. Just woo, lights me up, man. Holy cow. I can't believe you have mentioned that yet. I mean, oh, that sounds yeah. like an awesome, yeah. awesome drink. So the other thing that I've really gotten into probably over the last six months after reading more about it is resveratrol. And you guys probably know that. And there, there's tons of different ways that you can get that out there. But the most common one is in skins of red wine grapes. And so the super strong anti-inflammatory also protects against DNA damage, mutations of cells that could cause cancer. The biggest one for me is grapeseed extract that I take each day, but you can also take resveratrol in an extract form. Uh, Red wine, especially if you're doing dry form wines, the way that they process that, that's a great supplement to be able to take. And then lastly, just things that are super simple, rosemary and then cinnamon, Ceylon cinnamon. That is a huge one that over the last year has been a real game changer for me. Because in addition to that being anti-inflammatory, it's been shown to have really powerful antioxidant, anti-diabetic, super antimicrobial and anti-cancer, all the things in there, again, going back to the free radicals that we want things in there to scavenge for in our body. Because let's face it, in our Western diet and with our habits, it's not doing it on its own. Mm -hmm. So we have to supplement this stuff. But cinnamon also in many studies, more recent, has been able to show that it protects against neurological disorders, even Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. 
So all of this, guys, as we wrap up here, are just very simple things. Again, as Milo said, do your own research. But a lot of these things that are right in front of you that just seem like, oh, I've, I've seen that my whole life. How could that really be helpful? I would encourage you to go do your research and really dig into that. And you guys are cooking or you guys are, you know, even the drink that you just mentioned from Tim Ferriss. I've heard about that plenty of times before. Mm-hmm. I've just never tried it. All of that stuff, if you guys want to start building that into your day-to-day regimen, just for the anti-inflammatory benefits alone, all of these things are going to help you guys lead lives towards higher levels of peak performance. And that's really what it's all about is feeling your best, being your best, really thriving without just getting all the breakdown that can come with not doing things like this or not being aware of it. And, you know, I wanted to just add something really quick. You know, when we're talking about herbs and spices, it's good to get like quality stuff too. Absolutely. Because, I mean, the urban spice industry, guys, a lot of people are just like, oh, you know, no big deal. It's just spice whatever. Dude, the, the urban spice industry is painfully aware of spoilage issues, which is why it's become so common to, you know, raise spices and so you know as a bulletproof coach what i like you know the bulletproof diet book if you guys don't have it it details how and why this happens and all the best practices to to pick the best spices and herbs especially what's going on in in the way we have farming practices these days sometimes you know one particular one like black pepper used to be good but given farming practices and things of that nature it it may not be so good it's kind of like in the middle and you got to be careful and there's a risk there and so if you want to learn more details and stuff just to kind of bulletproof your spice cabinet or your herb cabinet Bulletproof Diet Book is a good one. Of course, there's a whole bunch more out there. I know um, some other ones that just popping in my mind right now that are good. The ones uh, on top of all the great ones you mentioned is also cloves, sage, and cayenne are some really good ones. But I think when, you, when you're going out there and getting any of the ones that we've mentioned is to definitely go quality, guys, because you're going to be putting on this. You wouldn't want to have like a great breakfast, lunch, or dinner and then just topping it off with some some things are going to just be causing some inflammation and then all your hard work for nothing. You know what I mean? So oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, a lot of these things too can seem like they are quality quote unquote, or they can have, you know, fancy marketing or attractive packages, or you can even see people talking about them online, you know, whatever they haven't done really the research that maybe guys like you and I, who are living this thing out every day are going to do. And it could be quality ingredients. It could be okay, but based on the way you're taking it and the way it gets eaten up in your GI tract and all through your stomach, it never even makes it to where it's supposed to go. So again, I mean, you could just be wasting tons of money and not really getting any effect out of that at all. So I think that's a great point to mention. Guys, we thank you so much for being here with us. We couldn't do this without you. It's all about you. We're here recording week after week and doing the research for you guys, but it's all about you because you're the ones listening and downloading. So share this with someone that you care about that you feel like would benefit from a peak performance message. If you'd like to connect with Emilio, the best way to do that is Emilio at CrossPhoenixCoaching.com. Or if you want to shoot me a message, it's info at success101podcast. And you can also catch us out there on several social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram. And uh, man, what a great time. I think this was awesome. And uh, being aware of the small things right underneath our nose each day that they're not even paying attention to reaching higher levels of peak performance. Thank you guys so much for being here. We'll catch you on the next awesome episode. Take care. Take care.